welcome to Experiencing Consciousness. My name is Jan Libra. And I'm Dr. Catherine Rossi. We're happy you're here. It is, actually. Uh, from this, I'm usually working more like in the afternoon, but I can tell you how I was working today because it's a very typical typical for me because once I start, it's okay. And today uh, I actually do uh, wrote a bit, uh, mm -hmm. 20,000 20, characters of a short story. So it was actually, what? it's not bad. It's more, it's like 10, 10 uh, uh, pages of, of the story that, uh, that was in my mind, like for like last seven months. But uh, how, how I, how I, how I did it. I woke up before eight o'clock thinking that I will drink a coffee and then start working and writing because that was my plan. Mm -hmm. Then I discovered that I need another coffee and then I decided to have a third one but made it differently. Then uh, I thought about a t-shirt that I wanted to, to buy and was scrolling through the eBay for 40 minutes. And then I almost started writing, but uh, instead I was thinking about the tune in my head and I discovered that it was the main tune of the cartoon Transformers from 84. And I wanted to listen to it. <laughs> and then after that, I found another uh, another movie and I almost started working. But then I thought that I am playing a chess game correspondence with my friend and I had to think about the move. Then I uh, went to the computer, put it on, uh, uh, found out if I have mail, then the second mail, then I checked out the first mail again. <laughs> then I was reading uh, a bit uh, of uh, Neverwhere of Neil Gaiman. Then I drank another coffee and after three and a half hours, I decided that it is really, really too long of starting and I finally started and then it was, uh, the work was very, very good. So when, but, so when you were, yeah. when you were working then, um, did you find you could really like hyper-focus yeah, it was it was very good, and for a long time I was actually doing it for like six hours, even even uh, not going out of focus. If I had to to, for example, talk on the phone with the clients or do other stuff, I really few minutes few minutes that I was be I was able to be back. It was smooth. It was nice. I'm quite. Okay. Uh, uh, it was not on a bad level, but starting was a disaster like like well, i needed yeah. really almost four hours to even start to do anything. so generally what huber is in in my opinion or case what he's doing he's referring to you um his ways of going away from from the project from of getting distracted very creative by the way i mean you know when i'm listening to it i go like Damn, that's actually a cool set, a cool network of associations and cool, cool way to actually go around and do a lot of creative things to not do the things that we were that that, that someone planned for themselves. And then you ask him if he was able to while working, if he was able to hyper focus. So I'm I'm curious about the whole you know you're you're sitting there and listening to him telling all this story and i i have to say when i'm listening when i was listening to it for the first time then for the second time when i was reviewing the session and now for the third time i'm listening to it i kind of feel you know he he talks about all these things and they launch associations within me so i'm like kind of drifting away when he talks about that <laughs> my own imagery 
And I'm thinking to myself, you're sitting there listening to all of that. What's like, you know, what what is happening inside of your head? What's the process of thinking? And then your question about his hyper focus. How did you come up to this question? How did you choose to ask that particular question and not any other? And, you know, so what was the thinking process and the outcome? That That would be my question. Well, when I heard about all of these distractions for hours, I could relate. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's why you don't find any hint of criticism in my voice, because I can relate. I know how to do that. And then when you finally sit down, it's like, ah, this is great. Why didn't I start earlier? So I had the hypothesis going on in my mind. I wonder if there's ADD, you know, an ADD is like, um, mine was diagnosed as an adult. So it's adult attention deficit disorder. This is actually AADD. And um, when he was describing this process, I'm thinking to myself, oh, honey, you got it. So I uh, and and um, and again that the the uh, the syndrome is misnamed because I really see it as as um, uh, attention variation and that that um, uh, there is an ability to hyper focus that's uncommon. Um, amongst most people. And so when you could focus after all these hours of distractions, um, boom, six hours, you know, you were hyper-focused. And even though interferences came in, you know, clients called this, that, it was like, uh uh-huh, 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 yeah, good, mm -hmm, got, got it, you know. You just, you didn't lose the focus on what you were doing. And to me, this is like the 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 greatest part about having ADD. It's it's the getting started thing that's the that's the challenge. So um, that's really what was going on in my mind. It's like um, um, and and I felt so positive about it in every form of the creativity that happened the the working for six hours then and the and the things that could have distracted during that hyper focus they didn't and uh so that's really what was going on in my mind yeah but what i have to say is that we were working on the distractions with jan and uh, like one year ago or something if somebody will call me out no 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 now, not now, or something like that, and then I will need a lo- longer time to go back. But uh, with Jan, we were working a bit of distraction, and I start to feel normal. I, I don't get aggressive when somebody asks me questions, when somebody come to to me and talk about some everyday life stuff, like what to do in the house. So it was a part of the also of the project with 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 Jan, and we were working with uh, on that. Well, that's really beautiful, and I'll tell you what, that's going to come in uh, really handy being a father, uh, being able to not, oh, yeah. <laughs> to not get upset with a distraction, but just, yeah, yeah, it's a distraction, but I'm going to go back to my focus, and so well done. Yeah, that was a very positive side of the of the project, I think. And by the way, when when <laughs> we were working on the distractions, I was quite uh, 
like um, I was thinking I would love to go to the trance to the deep trance and you know fly away or something and now we are doing all this stuff and it's it's like not exactly what I wanted to do but it was probably one of the most useful parts of the whole project wonderful like when Jan was keeping his uh, window open and I was trying to get into the trance and I was hearing all this noises from outside and I was thinking like, man, close that window or I will, <laughs> I will be angry. <laughs> like I really need the mood and, and now you are doing, and now you I'm listening to your neighbors honking <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, but that was, a, that was a useful part actually. It's tough. Excellent. It's not getting me nervous. It's like normal. Like people from uh, from my family are coming asking about I don't know a tea or um, putting stuff to the wardrobe or anything, and I just don't get aggressive about that. I just do it and and go back to 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 what I wanted to do. Useful experience, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Cool. Thank you for that insight. That was actually very interesting. Um, okay, so let's go further and we'll see what's going to come up next. In, and <laughs> like... so, um, you know, it's interesting because as, as you were talking earlier, I was writing a few notes and I wondered about this ability to hyper-focus, whether you have that. I think you do. Like when something is really capturing your attention, that you can hyper focus on it. I think I think so. I was always very good of collecting informations, like for example, sitting in a library and finding uh, information about some topic, like I don't know about climbing from 19th century. I can do it for like 11 hours without problem if it's only right. interesting for me. So so I like this kind right. of stuff also. But uh, starting work, starting work for me right. is very right. difficult. Well, Right. Well, you know, what's interesting is um, uh, I'll, I'll share with you about myself. I have the ability to hyper-focus on things that are really interesting to me. But if something is not interesting to me, I, I can hardly focus on it. Suddenly, yes. I mean, uh, gradually you switch from the idea of ADD, which is a deficit, to a question of if he has the hyper focus ability so you put you actually this is a brilliant reframe you reframe um add to hyper focus because we we may actually look at that this way this is a hyper focus but it has certain additional qualities and hubert actually goes with that says yes and goes with the with that with that idea which means he accepts the reframe but also then the difficulty that he has switches uh, from uh difficulties general difficulties in writing or you know in going into the mode of writing go they switch to um the ability to or difficulty with starting the process so it's not uh no it's no longer a, that the that there's a difficulty with the process of writing the process of writing is actually quite ha having is is quite well 
when or if started properly, but the difficulty goes with starting the process now. So do I see the reframe here correctly or am I too optimistic or, or what? Oh, it's exactly it. You know, it's exactly it. It's that um, it's, it's this getting started thing. And, um, and, and fortunately, I really understand it. And um, by me saying something about my own story helps to normalize this, that um, you can feel very alone. Um, and, you know, and bad about yourself when you're frittering away these hours when you know you should be getting to it and uh so to to help to bring you know some normalcy to it because what i know is that if you're panicking about something you know and you get into the oh my god oh my god i'm doing it again i'm distracting myself oh my god oh my god oh my god now you've got you know cortisols running through you know through your veins um you know it's it's that you're you're into an anxiety response on things and then that's going to totally derail beginning and uh so being able to come with a sense of calm even when there's all of these distractions to get going if you can appreciate that all right yep i'm going through distractions right now i wonder if this is going to be the last distraction before i really get to it and then the idea is that if you can come into that sort of calm state, you don't need such a large window of distractions. Maybe you need a little bit less and maybe a little bit less. And then maybe it might be that, that more time than not, you can begin when you want to begin. But it's, um, it, it's there's approximations to it. But you know, helping yourself go into that good mental state that is not about, you know, criticism and whatnot, that um, so that you don't go into a stress response of any kind, that uh, then when the hyperfocus comes, you can really utilize it. It's a nice way to it's a nice way to look at ADD, isn't it, Jan? Yeah, it's a resourceful way and, you know, gives gives a lot of ideas on how to utilize the ability and how to tune it up uh, yes. so so that it would be working for the more for generating more benefit to the person. And the, the, uh, the Polish name for AADD, it will be ADHD? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that will be the Polish way, the Polish it's just a different way of being. It's a different way of thinking. It's, it's to me. Um, a lot of times people criticize this, but you know, it's it's when you reduce it to biology. But I think that you know, with gene expression and and our own biology, some of us just tend in in this direction. And um, so it's not that you ever set yourself up to you know pay attention to every distraction i think you know it's just the way that some of us it's the way our physical bodies seem to respond but again you know this people uh, like you're not allowed to say that depression is biochemical anymore you know you get criticized for it but when you know that there's biochemical things that happen with with depression you know there there has to be a meeting of the minds that it's not all one thing or the other 
But um, when your body's doing naturally what it does, um, it's kind of important not to fight it. And um, and so that's some of what this tra trajectory is, is that like, you know, you normalize it and simultaneously, you know, and I know because, you know, I do it all the time. It's that how can you make the distractions a little less and a little less and a little less you know, that I'm never going to be the one that boom, you know, I sit down at the desk and go like what Ernie did. But, um, you know, how could there there be a little less and a little less? And, um, um, and particularly in in these new life changes that are that are um, happening, you know, there's there's a a baby growing more every day, you know. So there's like due to be a lot of distractions. So there's a lot of uh, opportunities to kind of prepare now, so that the joy can be to the maximum, rather than having stress about you know about yourself and the distractions. Yeah, but um, what what is the most typical for me, for example, when I answer emails, uh, I'm writing to the group that we will meet on the next Friday. Like, uh, see you, see you next Friday. We will see you on the parking at seven a.m. And I'm already thinking about my next group, which is on Sunday. And usually to the group on Friday, I write, uh, see you on Sunday, and they replied. But we were supposed to 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 meet on Friday, and I said. Uh, yes, but uh, I was I wanted to write Friday, but I was already thinking of the next group. <laughs> and like uh, writing wrong dates is like the most typical things for me. And uh, usually I'm I'm writing everything about the next group to the previous one. <laughs> like like well... and I'm thinking about what I have to write. I'm thinking usually about like if uh, that I already do it, and I'm thinking about completely different one. And I I always have to send emails two times, like and correcting all the dates I. <laughs> I sense to the people. So. Well, maybe that was up until yesterday. Yeah. Maybe today and tomorrow will be different because when you when you really think about it, um, it's there's an art to being in the present moment and doing one thing at a time. Yeah. And um, and so the idea of just plain doing one thing, and um, I had a, a percussion teacher. And um, and so where you're 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 walking in one beat, you're clapping in another beat and you're singing in a third beat and you cannot do that if you have distractions. So he used to say, if an idea comes into your mind, you give it a cup of tea, you send it over there, say, I'll be back to you later. And that was incredibly helpful to me. It's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Send it out for a cup of tea. And um, so there's, you know, you'll find your own way, but the idea, it's so satisfying doing one thing at a time. And I know as we went into the, uh, the hypnosis part, there was a fair amount of being in the present moment and, um, uh, and about, and I'm saying it now, it's like how that can be your growing edge of being in the present moment. Because in being um, efficient on things, and you're going to need it as a father to not yeah. have to do things two or three times to be able to do it once so and to feel satisfied with it. So it's your growing edge. And you'll get there. I have no doubt whatsoever. Very nice. Exactly. <clears throat>
Okay, so let's move further with the recording. And same, same with me. So I have what I think is a superpower, and I don't know you well enough to make it definitive, but I uh, I have attention deficit disorder is what it's called. I think it's labeled wrong. I think it should be called attention variability and that there should not be a disorder at the end of it. So um, I am infinitely creative. I make up theories and practices. Um, my writing style is, is, it's almost as if I'm writing novels, even when I'm writing a scientific paper. I cannot be like everyone else. I cannot be in a mold. I have to discover and create. And um, uh, and I was not diagnosed with ADD until um, I was already a doctor. And, and one of my friends said, oh, you got this. I'm going, no, I don't. He said, oh, yes, you do. And uh, circumstances showed in a really funny way. I was at a conference on attention deficit to help with a research project. I was a researcher at that time with UCLA. And um, there was 500 people there. And 498 of them were able to sit in their seats. And myself and one other person were pacing back and forth at the at the back of the auditorium so we could listen and i burst out laughing because it was like oh yeah i got this thing i find it fabulous i find it a superpower because i know that i can really focus once i settle in and exactly what you're saying is like well once you settle in you're good it's the it's the getting there part. So, um, like I say, I don't know you well enough, you know, to say that definitively. Yeah. But uh, but I can tell you that um, I love mine because this is how my mind works. And no, do do uh, I balance my checkbook? Absolutely not. That's boring. I just make sure there's enough money in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, it, and so it's like doing these mundane things that are uninteresting to me is not a problem in my life. So um, I, I just wanted to share that with you because it's one of my guesses. And the idea that this could be the greatest thing in the world for you, because then you can actually work with this um, being able to sit down sooner. This is the first part where you uh, directly call H ADD uh, a superpower. And then you t tell Hubert uh, many things about the advantages of that and how you utilize that. Uh, not omitting the difficulties, but reframing them in a different way. Um, and also you use things like while referring to this you say i love mine and that it's a superpower uh, and many times when you uh, when you when you phrase things in a direct way like this you you say to hubert 
I don't know you well enough, but is that uh, actually a way of uh, kind of pro converting those statements uh, into more like, uh, you know, into uh, d decreasing the likelihood of actually them being rejected or resisted? Um, it really it goes to the ethics of being a psychologist is that to offer anybody a diagnosis, a, a definitive diagnosis, it especially if it's not being asked for, it's um, uh, it must be done in in a way that one could receive it. And uh, so ethically, I cannot uh, diagnose Hubert because I haven't done the other testing and this and that, but I make this guess. And I, um, I'm actually very confident in my guess, but again, I follow, I don't lead. And so in this respect, to, to give the information and also the depth of understanding that I have about it, that um, that it's it's walking a line of being very kind, and also walking that you know that ethical line you know as as a therapist that in my um, in my practice uh, over the decades, I I don't give diagnoses unless the insurance company requires it. And then I work out the diagnosis that is accurate, but I work it out with the client because I think that it's not helpful for somebody to tell you that you have whatever problem it is and, you know, in, in that way. So I'm gently introducing, you know, this idea and also 100% um, honest, you know, so uh, there's there's a time to to join in. And you know, saying what's real, um, and also um, I know Hubert better now because we've spent like you know more time. But I mean, at the time, you know, I I I don't know how he would receive this. I was looking at at him, and he was you know he was nodding, and so I'm thinking, well, you know, there's there's some of this that he really um, receives, but it also. Um, gave me the ideas of, of what I was going to further listen for within the context of the hypnosis is that the idea of having this focused attention of, um, you know, continuing with the calm, but in having this focused attention that um, I was going to really be paying attention to that. So I was beginning to think along these particular lines of, the best way that I could be supportive while we explored whatever it is that he was going to want to explore within trance. Okay. And from my perspective, it was mm -hmm. uh, actually a very nice thing. I enjoyed it uh, to call it somehow because it was uh, giving me some kind of a sense of direction what to read after because uh, of course it was the first thing I was reading about <laughs> after we finished and uh, some guidelines about what to work on uh, even uh, some things that I have never thought about uh, me have uh, me having been in that uh, in that side on that side 
And it was giving me a lot of sense of direction about what to read about, what to work about, what to think and find, try to find some things uh, which I do in my regular life. And, oh, maybe that's that thing and maybe I should work on that. And that's uh, that's a good thing because it, it like uh, switched on some kind of thinking that, oh, maybe this is this is something connected with my superpower <laughs> that I will have to uh, to to work uh, work about or off. Right now, I see my superpower is activating. I will have to 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 think about uh, a bit. So so like giving me some kind of uh, guidance on which which side of the vast spectrum of psychology to read about and to look about. It's very it's very nice because if if there was nothing concrete, I will have any I will have problems with finding what to what to read about what to think about what to fo focus on on the next and it it was uh, it was a nice uh, uh, guidance yes that that will be the next topic that will be next thing i will get interested in and and try to to think uh, how it connects to my life to my experiences and and stuff like that i'm so glad that it was positive i you know yeah. because it it was um i i'm fearless i have a lot of of courage and I did feel that it it could be so positive to go in that direction. And so um, I did. And so I'm really glad that it was positive for you. Yeah, and it was uh, nice and surprising for me because uh, actually some some people that I know was always telling me that I'm a bit on the side of Asperger's. <laughs> and, uh, so I was very, very happy to see because I was always disagreeing with that. And, and I and I'm. I'm, I was pretty sure it's totally something different, and and uh, right now I was I was happy. Ah, I will read about that. I will focus on that. I will try to to make uh, make something out of that uh, that guideline, and really enjoy it. I mean, really enjoy it. And I mean, again, that um, I mean, I don't see any Aspergers in you, you know, but um, uh, but you know that you're unique and you know that you think differently and you know that that you operate in the world um in a very creative way and um and and a lot of really creative people that uh, aren't necessarily understood so you know so i so well i'm glad i was courageous yeah <laughs> to do what it is that you want to do, to not tire yourself out before yeah. you sit down to do your heart's desire. Yes. And the, the, yes. the second thing I discovered is that I tend to do everything exactly, I finish stuff exactly one second before it is absolutely too late. <laughs> like, for example, well, for example, I organize a yeah. tour. So I book hotels, I book uh, drivers i do itinerary i do all the stuff and payments and like up till today everything so everything went smooth but nobody knows that uh, everything was organized exactly the last second before it will turn into a disaster well <laughs> that, for example uh, I, I have seven days, so I usually spend six and a half days doing absolutely other things and then last four hours like working like absolutely crazy. Well, you know <laughs> what they say, necessity is the mother of invention. But what yeah. I'm hearing is that that's not really working for you, that you don't want to do it like that no i don't <laughs> want to. but in a way it's kind of like giving me a thrill <laughs> like that oh, oh yeah I, 
I, I feel so sh like shaky. Oh my God, if I will not do it, it will end a disaster. In my head, I already know. Right. Yes, I will do it because I am capable of doing it. It will not turn a disaster, but this thrill or some kind of like, I don't know, masochism or something like that, or taking off the time for myself. I don't know how, why these things happen, totally. but, uh, but usually everything is very, very good, but usually at the last last possible right. moment. Well, like. I know that that you you have that desire to change that and let me tell you honey I call people yeah. honey and dear I'm not like up with like all the things you're not supposed to do so I'm just real gonna have a baby soon yes yes I'm, I'm pretty sure that it will uh, uh, show me that organizing time this and, way is and, impossible and the, <laughs> the thing is is that this child is not going to know when you have this really short deadline yeah. when they need you. And so there's this, this um, new element in your life where you're going to set the deadline a little sooner. Yes. It's like whatever it is in your mind that instead of, you know, the, the, the last five hours that you can do it, it can be, which is, for instance, a Friday. Oh, what the heck? Um, I signed in on the wrong Zoom um, that it's telling me it's going to time us out. So what I'm going to have to do, I apologize. Um, this it shouldn't be like this. I have two Zooms. I signed in on the wrong one, so we're gonna have to sign out, and then I w we know how to begin again. Oh, I know right where. We're at. Okay. I'm okay. Here. So, yeah. So anyway, you know, I'll, I'll I'll send another link and sign out of this and get into the correct one. Okay. Of course. Too 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 important. That's actually a very important part because you know. But 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 let me let me for first. Um. So so Hubert is uh, uh, again sharing some insights into his pattern of behavior, and here you very directly say to him. But you don't want that. You want to alter that. And then you connect that with being a parent. So before I ask you the second thing, the, the thing about disconnecting and stuff, uh, what's 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 the mechanics behind that one? I mean, you know, what what was your what was your thinking? How how do you connect those things? And what was the the intention? Because I can see so many possible ideas behind and by the, and by the way ending ending with conclusion it will happen so i'm just waiting until <laughs> this moment that it will happen actually not it might happen yeah. or something but it mm -hmm. will happen uh, which is which is beautiful well um by this time i'm really crazy about hubert i just love him I want everything that is the best for him to happen in his life. And the place that he was this with the abundant joy is with this baby. And I know right away that no matter who you are, you got to change your organizational styles when you're going to have a baby. Now, if you have a propensity for ADD, 
this ways of altering it so that you know that in this case you set the deadline like you know if if friday's the deadline day it's like i'm getting everything done by tuesday tuesday's my my deadline that you know in ways where there's there's days in advance that you say this is it it's going to happen by now it's a mind shift and this um it's a necessity and um so so the motivation really was you know in having a really great life of what can happen so that this last minute organizational style can be a thing of the past because it doesn't work it doesn't work for anybody i mean it's kind of exciting to be able to pull it off in the end to bring it all together but it's not sustainable and um that um his focus is is going to be on that baby and it's not going to be about you know i'm i'm so sorry um listen you know somebody else look after this child because uh, I need to spend five hours organizing something that I should have finished on Tuesday. And so when you've got necessity going on with you, there's a wonderful motivation. And um, that it's, you know, um, uh, that obviously doing mountain treks and things like that, you know, that's a thrill seeking activities, you know, that I think is just really great. But when you come home, you want there to be the calm. You don't want there to be all of this other stuff going on. And so, you know, and so where you can be focused and and how you can, you know, get things done. So um, uh, it, it was really about the suggestions of shifting patterns um, that are going to be, you know, more workable, kinder. And uh, and the timing is um, um, is is now because there's a baby coming and you want to have those, you know, everything lined up of your organization way before the baby comes so that it's natural after the baby comes. OK, Hubert, would you like to comment on that somehow? No, <laughs> it was it was exactly what it was said. <laughs> okay, so my other question would be, because that that's actually the moment we were disconnected. Uh, the cool thing is that right after we connected, you actually started doing the uh, preparation and hypnosis session. So that would be so that's actually a good uh, line to you know. Uh, end up the 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 analysis uh, for for the introductory part but i'm thinking to myself you know nowadays we are actually working a lot um, i think many therapists went into virtual kind of tools like zoom or skype or whatever and i'm thinking you know when you're working with someone on the conscious level uh for example in cbt or any other form of treatment that actually people are focused and conscious all the time that's not so much a problem i mean you know losing a connection uh, internet connection not uh, you know emotional connection losing an internet connection during session may always be kind of a bit threatening or something but when you are working with someone uh in a trance state utilizing hypnosis in a treatment and you do it um 
through internet uh, devices or portals or whatever. And in this case, we knew that the connection is going to end due to uh, Zoom re restrictions. But what to do if you work with someone in hypnosis? Uh, how do you deal with that when you work with someone using hypnosis and, you know, they, for example, lost the connection? Internet. Oh, um, well, you know, and, and in my case, you know, I signed into the wrong account. You know, I they didn't mm -hmm. sign into the paid account. And I'm happy to tell you that's the only time I've done that. You know, so that's pretty good. Okay. Um, but um, that sometimes, you know, where the, the screen freezes and you're mm -hmm. working with someone, you know, freezes on your side or freezes on their side. Um, I just keep going that um that i might not especially if if they're frozen and um that uh, and i'm not getting the kind of feedback and whatnot um and especially if trance has begun i'll say something on the side oh you know from time to time the images they shift and change and sometimes they even freeze but you you you'll continue you know so you know going with the honesty of the situation but um uh not uh, you know not really worrying about it as a lot of times when people are in deep trance um they really wish that you'd talk less you know, that, that, you know, give me more space mm -hmm. to experience. And so when that has happened, or even a connection gets severed for one reason or another, and, you know, and you just begin again, um, without any discussion about the technologies, oh, yes, well, but here we are, and, uh, and to continue and to go forward. So um, I just continue as if everything is is perfect that may pro that that may promote uh, amnesia also <laughs> well you know i mean and certainly um uh and and there are also times that you know that that uh the session is really up and the session is, I work in long sessions, and so they are of varying lengths. But, you know, sometimes it's like my body's telling me that I'm done. And so I will um, encourage the person, you know, to um, continue as they are, you know, just to continue as they are for as long as they need to, you know, uh, or as that's not quite the right way of putting it. Just, just you continue. You're, st you're, you're continuing to receive, and so stay there. And I'm going to be signing off now, but you just continue. And um, uh, in each case where I've done that, it's worked out really well. Because sometimes, especially if they're at home and they want to continue, they don't really want to come back to the regular consciousness and also uh, that they don't have to come back to their linear mind to actually talk with you. And um, that, that um, 
I'm always at the end of a session. I don't necessarily need somebody to say what they experienced and this and that. I usually say, you know, you you just you just continue to stay in that. You know, we we can talk about all of that stuff later. So there isn't necessarily a, a wrap up when it has to do with uh, therapeutic hypnosis. Although um, I'm pretty good at towards the end of something of saying, you know, and we really explored and then, you know, I'll list the elements of the session, you know, again, in, in a slow, um, slow voice and a quiet voice so that there's the sense of we really did do what we did, but it depends on each situation. But as far as technology, you know, it's, there's always going to be those glitches and things with yeah. it. And, uh, and, and everybody knows it. And so there's just no reason in my thinking to get upset about it. Just preparing and utilizing those things for some yeah yeah exactly okay so i think we 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 headed to the end of the first part this was another episode of our experiencing consciousness podcast thank you for being with us thank you jan you're the best be well be happy celebrate life 